Yo, what is going on, guys? Welcome back to Izzy's room, the room where it all goes down. Um, well, welcome back to the, this next episode that we're recording. I uh, hope you guys have been enjoying the content. And yeah, today was a day. Oh my, like getting up early. And I have Presley here with me, first off. Um, Hello. Yeah, dude, today was a day. <laughs> let's, uh, let's, let's get into that. Getting up early. I think I got up. Well, even before we get to um, today, I just want to quickly address yesterday and like the events that happened and the heavy, the heavy stuff that kind of what happened yesterday. Uh, the shooting. The shooting oh in, yes, yes, yes. Uh, uh, deep. Yeah. Um, uh, as you all have heard uh, by now, know by now, there was a uh, shooting about uh, 85 miles west of San Antonio. I'm not sure the exact city location, but I know the elementary school, um, I believe it was Rob Smith Elementary School, um, and approximately 19 students were killed um, in a horrific shooting. Terrible. And, um, Absolutely terrible. A week before we found out this news, we were given the opportunity to speak at elementary school. And... Um, it was a rainy day. It was, it was, uh, it was a lot to deal with. And I remember just, uh, not fully processing it. It, it takes me some time. I kind of put things on the back burner and I, um, it was a lot going on. I, I wanted to, to give as much energy and fun to the kids as possible. But I also had that like lingering thought in the back of my head that, that this felt like it was the wrong time almost to do that. Yeah, it was so like hearing about that. Like I, I, I think it was like most of those kids, if not all of them. I'm, I mean, I might not be properly educated, but they were within the ages of seven to ten. That's horrible. And that is terrible. You know, like for somebody to go out and have that intent to like harm children, like you have to be next level. Like just a like scummy, like whatever that person's going through. It was an 18-year-old, and uh, he was shot by law enforcement. But, um, And I think one of the responders, one of the officers, yeah. like the first officer that responded, um, one of his kids, like, I want to say it was his daughter, attended. Oh, really? Yeah, attended no, that school, that. and I think she was one of the uh, victims. We, we're, uh, we're from Texas. We, um, it, it was heavy, and it, it's, it's almost, I, I don't want to... To give too much attention to um, the negativity, but um, I just I think it's important to address that it did happen and that we uh, we were in a position to uh, to speak to kids after directly after this event um, in a different elementary school in a different part of Texas, but still holding that um, their memory and also like the weight of of our role in this in this interaction so here we are um the two of us on career day you know talking about um you know our backgrounds everything that we've you know done and accomplished in such a way that it it um, inspires um kids that it's it's not all bad you know like not everything is uh not everything is is as horrible as um the actions of, of the worst of us for um, sure I think it was like in the so it was in the back of my head like the entire time that we were there, yeah. and I'm sure it's in the back of a lot of people's heads. And I feel like 
um, to the school, like the the one that we got to like actively um, participate in. Yeah, and talk today. to. I feel yeah. like um, they, if not, felt like safer knowing that they had all these other like people coming in, especially like us. Yeah. Um, I don't know, but I just heart goes out to anybody affected. It's absolutely terrible. Somebody can make, you know, could do something like that, that inexcusable, that terrible and like condolences to the, all the parents, anybody who was affected by that. Um, yeah, we, we were put in a situation directly after where we could yeah. speak to a, uh, another school or speak to the school and, uh, basically talk about our background and like Presley said, everything we've done and accomplished. And here we are like in this elementary school and it's all like first uh, it's like first and second graders and yeah, preschoolers, preschoolers. Yeah. It's just like, and so, and they were so wild and happy, you know, they like were they, dude, they were. And it's so and like, innocent and you're, you're, you know, wholesome. Like you, like you mentioned. Yes, man. Like, so it was literally like set me back. Like, um, talking to all these kids, like they're so happy to see like, wow, like who are you like By the smallest what, things oh the smallest things like and it's so funny because it's crazy how like self-assured they are like <laughs> who's the smartest kid in the room like raise your hand everything it's me it's me like everybody raising their hand and yes. they're just so like you go around you're like what do you want to do when you like when you uh, grow up yeah and like 90 percent of them like police officer firefighter doctor <laughs> like so pure like no um like no corruption or yeah, no skewed views yeah. and like hearing about like I bet a lot of these kids um they probably didn't even know like what happened and their parents probably did and their parents probably extremely uh their parents were probably extremely like, It's a uh, difficult topic to navigate and it's It is. It these, is. These like this generation um and I'm not speaking about but, but the uh, the kids younger than us, the kids who are operating life like in the COVID area or life outside of COVID. Like it's, it's a different level of consciousness. Um, but I, I kind of want to feed off their energy and kind of rewind back because there, we do have quite a bit to unpack, um, about today and our experience getting to the school. Oh um, my. Yeah, definitely. Definitely it, a lot to unpack. Yes. We, so, um, as we mentioned, we've, we've known about this for about a week. For sure, for sure, <laughs> to an extent. Yeah. And I came into the situation. Well, I heard the opportunity. I got an email, and it, um, it asked for some volunteers to speak at an elementary school. And I was all about it. I'm all about um, helping out um, any way I can, especially if you know it's it's presented in front of my face. I was available. I reached out to Izzy because I thought he would be a great presenter. I knew he would be a great presenter and a great support <laughs> uh, system for me. Um, I reached out to him. He was on board. I think the day was maybe Wednesday or Thursday, a little less than a week. Um, so, <laughs> oh no, wait, that's exactly a week. <laughs> <laughs> um, so nothing happens. You know, life is busy. I'm in school. <laughs> I'm not making excuses. But Definitely nothing... <laughs> all the excuses, pulling every excuse out the bag. Nothing gets done. I'm waiting for some divine intervention where I get this spark of motivation on how I am going to direct my presentation. And that drives me crazy. And it, this time it didn't happen. Like I didn't get that drop. 
and it's like I'm like what do I do like I, I don't know what my motive is so <laughs> we get there and we're already like already the no no us... don't even don't even go there go even oh. further back you you called me last night so I call him last night and I'm like hey man like um can you give me like a brief on like what because this isn't like my you know, like Not your element. This is your yeah, like you. You text this. me and you're like, hey, like yeah. support. Like just talk about your experiences mm-hmm. and like all these different things and like or like leadership or just like yes. affecting people like in that positive way. In my experience, I'm like, okay, yeah, I can do that. Cool. Like, uh, you want to have like a little brief? Like you're gonna tell me like yeah. what's the rhetoric you're gonna and everything you're gonna cover. Mm-hmm. Oh, I'll call you in uh nine thirty. <laughs> well, it's like one thirty in the morning and I'm about to go to sleep. I'm like. Okay, I'm not getting this brief first off. And that drove me crazy because I wake up in the morning and I'm like finding every reason to sleep in and be like, yeah, I'm not going because it seems like he's not going. So I sleep in at 640 in the morning and I'm supposed to be heading out by seven because it's such a long drive. Then I finally get a text. Start getting dressed. Hey, what are you covering? Man is like, basically tells me, I have no idea. He's like, uh, I don't know. I, I I'm waiting for the spark true. of... I didn't say... <laughs> base, you didn't say it, but that's what I picked up. I I used a lot of like flowery or flowery oh, yeah, a lot of filler to, to let him know that, don't worry. You know, I, I kept saying like, don't worry, don't worry. Like, that it's makes me be worry okay. more. That makes me worry more. I, I just need your support. Don't worry. Everything will be fine. And we are too different, like for me, and I've like, especially like, you know, my other um, instructor position and, yes, and I uh, like for me, like you have to, I, you got to think of things on the fly. Yeah. But for me personally, like I have to have something laid out because it's structure Mm -hmm. and it like offers like the best teaching. So for me, I guess it's being different. No, no, type A, type B. Yeah. And I was, it drove me wild the whole time I was driving in the car. I was like, oh my God, we're like, like we're gonna look so stupid up there. We're gonna, it's gonna <laughs> and all head, like, go. All of this tense energy is not good for my headspace. <laughs> yeah, he's like, I, need... <laughs> I was like, I just need to clear it out. It will come to me when it comes. And then on top of that, yeah. the man has. I ask him like, "Hey, this brief though, like, what's going on in the morning?" He sends a snap to the wrong. He sends me a snap that he meant to send someone else, and he's like, "Not my uh." What do you say? Like not, not my, my like, not my work partner asking, like, getting me stressed out, asking all these last minute <laughs> questions. Like, there's no last minute. I was constantly asking them, and they never got answered. I thought that was so funny. I was like, oh my god. I just did that to make you smile. Of course, it was meant to you. Like I said, that's it that's inaccurate. Purpose. I sent it to was you on it? purpose. Yeah. Okay. I just thought it would be like something cute to do. I was like, oops, oh. let me send him like. Um, like kind of like poking you, you know, like in a way. I thought you genuinely meant to send no, it to someone else. Not. I I was, it, it no. would have been extremely funny. But I uh, <laughs> I just wanted. I, I just thought it would like lift your mood a little bit because I knew I knew you were upset. But we get there and I, we just like show up and, I'm and like, we're late. Hey. We're both. Late. Oh, we both extremely late. But yeah. in retrospect, it wasn't. It really wasn't that bad. It's not mm-hmm. like there was an audience waiting for us. Yes, they were all in the other room, so it's perfectly fine. Yes. But I'm like, all right, ask uh, Presley. Hey, like, what do you want? Like, hey, I can do the introduction. I'm I'm great at winging things, like, off the bat. Just let me do the introduction. You look over your PowerPoint. Think, like, what do you want me to do? Otherwise, I'm going to sit off in the corner. Like, what do you want? What do you want? And I can tell he's thinking. He's, like, computing. Like, And that stroke of, like, inspiration just does not it, hit. It did not happen. And I, I was, like, 
kind of like a deer in headlights. I didn't have that moment where I knew what I wanted to do. And with you being there and like asking the questions that I didn't have the answers to, it made me feel um, like inadequate. And I knew I didn't want you to take over, but I also didn't have any information to give you. And I didn't have any information for myself. I just knew that something would happen and I was hoping that it was going to be positive. Either way, I was like, you know, hands open, whatever happens, happens. I thought it was so funny. Um, like when we started and I think, I think we, um, I hope I was able to be some sort of like help. I at least hope by me being there, at least for the first class, I was able to like break that ice for the intro, even though it was like he rough. He was surprisingly personable, which to the kids, wow. to the kids, uh, which I didn't expect to see that side of you. That was so, um, how so it was so kind one and gentle. You, you asked everyone for their name. He gave everyone high fives. I was like, where is this? <laughs> I've never Where's seen this, regularly? this energy from him before. Can you keep that but it energy? was so, it was so warm and it was so genuine. And each and every student that walked in, you know, he asked their name, he acknowledged them, he introduced himself and it, it changed me. It influenced me. It did. And I didn't have like the words to, I didn't want to have the words to like pinpoint that moment. I knew what was happening and I couldn't muster that within myself at that moment. And when you did, it activated like something in me, like I have to do something even though i don't have oh, that inspiration powerful. that that spark that i'm waiting on i can't sit back and do nothing and uh we went on with the presentation i mean you you like grew into your own there like we like showed on these are like for context like uh, first class is like pre-k yeah um so i mean they're they look at pictures mm-hmm. and like they're wow that's Japan. Like, wow. Like, what is that? A bullet train? Like, or they're like kids. So like you can't talk. You have to like, or, uh, you have to present Get them involved. You have yeah. to, it's, it's, um, it's a game. You're, you're, you're wanting to get their attention, hold their attention while also trying to teach uh, them information. Something that really stood out to me. I wanted to fill out the audience. Uh, <laughs> Wait, wait, I'm laughing because I say I wanted to fill out the audience, but this is me like just looking, you know, I'm not blankly, just <laughs> looking, blankly looking, blank stare, just looking press and it, you press, <laughs> press it, click the next slide. Press it. And I am not making an actual effort in my head. That's what I, that was my intention, but I'm not doing anything about it. But uh, one of the teachers comes up to us and um, says, you know, make sure you mention something about how your job allows people or gives the people opportunity give the kids opportunity to um, to gain citizenship and in my head i was like they're five six years old you yeah know, that's, you that's know odd. i thought that's that was strange. interesting too like but, you know the demographic the um the seriousness, seriousness of his voice uh, it was important and it became important to me too like you, you pulled out your phone immediately, you know, oh, like, what are the um, qualifications? Like, what, how, how, uh, how can we incorporate this into, into our presentation? And you did so, <laughs> you did an amazing job. I yeah. thought that was so 
uh, interesting when he that teacher came up to us. Yeah, I was like, wow, like he cares because these are like kid kids. Like they, I could yeah, tell them like it, this is ingrained the, it in their head and still it in them young. Yeah, tell them about being a good citizen. And that that was crazy to me. Like, hey, good grades. Listen to your teachers. Listen to your parents. Like, think about this stuff now. That way you can help your parents. Like, who like who loves their parents? Raise your hand, everybody. Yeah. Like, um, everybody like you know for the most part did. I saw a kid <laughs> put two hands up, and he was like ah, like waving his hands. And I was, but I, I told them, uh, or we told them, like to like start young that way you can take care of your parents you know later on if you have to like be in that situation you could be a doctor police officer firefighter whatever you want to do like but i thought that was uh i did think that was very powerful and like i said like you grew into your own i did not expect that like as, as we went on yeah just so personable to the next level like as if like you were <laughs> the teacher and the jokes it, ha- it had everybody including the teacher like laughing like this is me before I hit this pivotal point in my life where I uh, did this, this and that and worked on myself. (laughs) Now this is me. I can breathe or I can eat fire. And it's a picture of us when we were on the Island and you're at that fire show that I go with you. Sorry. But, uh, and you were like, told them like, yeah, I could eat fire. Yeah. It's actually really hot. And the kids were like, (laughs) how does it taste? Is it spicy? Like it was the funniest thing to me and just so personable and like warm and inviting as if like you cared yeah. like even the teachers were like just looking like wow like they it was definitely noticeable even for me yeah, like you shift. just took the ship like you just grabbed the reins and you just took off to the point where i was just like standing there which is what i wanted to do as like yeah. the support role i didn't really want you know but like you just you took you did not let Jesus take the wheel. Like you, you definitely <laughs> it, took the wheel. It took a while. It took a while. I was for waiting sure. for that moment, and when it didn't happen, and you made it happen, I thought to myself, you know, I have to do that too. I have to push it. I, not fake it till you make it, but I have to do something, and I, I can't just stand back and for I can't sure. just wait for it. And that was, that was kind of upsetting. <laughs> it was, it was frustrating not to, to have that thing that I was looking for, but I'm happy that I found it within myself, you know, after, after that time I, I shifted my focus for myself and, you know, just to the kids, like, you know, like you did, like you were doing. And, um, I think that made the difference. I thought it was so adorable. Like hearing them speak, like just talking to them, man, it really makes you like, um, internalize. Like for me, yeah, it made me really think, um, about everything, like the type of person I am, what I like contribute, how I can change, like all the, all those positives and et cetera and negatives. Like it really made me dig internally because these kids were so pure. They asked such wholesome questions. They were so like, you know, their our attention span wasn't, you know, it was like a goldfish there, to be honest. five and six yeah they're five and six but i'll say like they're so wholesome no negativity just so happy wanted to dance wanted to say hi i remember we went to get sandwiches in the lounge and all the kids that we just like talked to earlier in the day they did not forget us they constantly like waved hi i remember you i remember you high five and i 
you high five one. They all want high fives. And it was so funny holding their little like American flags and stickers that we like we gave them and all the different other things. And I, I thought that was so, uh, so interesting. You know, it, it very, it made me reflect on myself and think like, wow, like, a, you know, as you get older, like you can't be that oblivious to everything for sure. Like you have to take in the negatives that happen in this world. And that's how you like grow. You keep, or you keep sight of those things and you make sure what to avoid and what to bring in. But also like that wholesomeness and just that unwavering like light inside of them. Just so positive. It made me really think about like even like what I do, like the activities I contribute to um, just everything I do throughout my day. And like where where have I lost sight of that in aspect? And like I said, it was so grounding for me to be there. Honestly, like such an influential I know I was like upset the whole car ride um, when I was driving, at least just, I, I said, I'm all about structure, you know, yeah. but like being there and seeing you and just take the reins and being around these preschool kids and these teachers and just all this other stuff. It was very, uh, definitely very influential for me yeah. and really, really like, I don't think I've had an experience like that in a long time where I've been. I've been in a part of something and like I'm on the pedestal, you know, like not just me, of course I'm speaking like both of us, but like you're on the pedestal, like, Hey, you are a role model to these kids. So much influence on on students. I I saw the, um, the lanyards, you know, that said ally. I, I can only imagine the, uh, the lessons where they're influencing like their own views into um, the subjects and and it and that can be a little convoluted and a little it, it definitely can be but it this you have so much and we, we try to uh, to stay on um, a path of positivity we, we focused on the aspects of our job that you know bring light for we, sure we addressed um, you know working hard but we also your work hard it was so <laughs> funny work hard, work play hard. hard. Complete the sentence, everybody. Work hard, play hard. I was like, oh, they're going to go on Spotify and listen to this song. Yeah. I know, oh, God. Their parents are like, wait a minute. But that was, that was yeah, that was interesting. You did bring up the yeah. work hard, play hard, yeah. And it's, it, it is a balance. I um, Let me see. There was, there was one other point I wanted to make, and I think it had something to do with uh, the method and manner in which we, we approached this. Um, and it, you have so much... Uh, influence over the people and especially the kids that you interact with um, from parents to uh, to teachers and it was great to to hear you know some of their wishes and aspirations for the kids such as the one that came up to us and and mentioned you know citizenship or the other teachers who tried to encourage the students to listen or to quiet down and it's in my head I'm I'm constantly thinking you know after I got out of my own head, <laughs> after I got out of my own head, I started thinking, you know, how can I use this energy and redirect it in a way that's going to further the message that I'm trying to teach? Uh, and that, uh, that, that makes all the difference. For sure. That's, that's, uh, I think it was, um, the overarching theme was like how in, especially at that age, 
like uh you can just be so you be influenced by anything i even thought it was interesting hearing the teachers like hey push in your chairs <laughs> something so small yeah. something so small but you know who knows these kids don't have like parental roles in their house who knows like what they get told outside of there who knows like what they don't get told what they don't get taught and we know uh, firsthand the importance of addressing things early on and not for sure allowing uh, bad habits to to linger and to turn into you know something something worse yeah and i think that's that is a big thing especially um i don't want to say just in this generation it's, you know i think it in general but everything really does start with home everything everything starts with your childhood everything starts with how you're raised how you act and I do think it is very important at that earlier age to get told what's wrong and what's not wrong. They had don't a, hit people. Don't. Yeah, of course. Yeah. They had that um, that one question where they asked about our inspirations. Oh, that was, yeah. <laughs> Presley, kinda, you want to go ahead and start first? Which, which caught me off guard. I, uh, I, didn't, I wasn't expecting the questions. Uh, <laughs> and this was still at the early moment when I was still in, in my head a little bit. But they were asking, hey, like, who do you look up to? And we both had our parents, you know, like I, I said, my mom. That's because I just pulled mine out of mine, <laughs> to be honest. I, I was such a curveball. I wanted to say myself, yeah, uh, but I was. The same. Yeah. I, I was thinking that too, but I was like, okay. But I said my mom, I said, you know, the way that she, uh, I think I, I talked about her, her, her nurturing uh, nature. And I, I may have mentioned something about my mom's more type a too but it i don't even recall but it was like both of us you know we said you know our parents and you know the kids related to that too like that's your earliest role model growing up for sure and i think you mentioned teachers at one point you said yeah. you had a lot of influential teachers and i i could agree with that and i uh main reason i picked my uh parents as that or my, one of my parents specifically as that role yeah was just because i'm i'm first generation over here, you know, had they not came over, despite what I think um, of them or certain characteristics, had they not came over here, I wouldn't have anything that I have. I wouldn't have the opportunities I have. I wouldn't be able to do what I do or be a part of what I'm part of or have a podcast, do anything. Like America is just so full of opportunities. Like you don't get given anything off the bat, but you at least get that opportunity to make things happen. And I would have not had any of this, you know, I would have been overseas in the Middle East or in Turkey or Jordan or, you know, Palestine or just a part, maybe a part, uh, area with a bunch of clashes like Palestine, Israel. Um, that's my, that's where my dad, you know, is from. He's Palestinian, but, um, that was the biggest thing for me was I'm first generation over here. So I had to make everything happen for myself. Like my parents tried to the best of their abilities. I mean, they were, they were, Hey, we came from a whole other country. Like we don't have the, like we will try to give you a foundation and they did try things didn't work out between them, etc. But they at least put me here, which then allowed me to like do everything that I do and have everything that I have. And that's why I kind of wanted to say myself because I'm like, you know, yeah, I had to do everything for myself. But also like when I get down to the core of it, I don't think anybody truly does because even being born yeah. is something you can't do yourself, you know. So you kind of have to, and it uh, changed my shifted my perspective a little bit. I tried to be a little bit more understanding towards uh, one of my parents 
today. I had an interaction with them and uh, I tried to be more understanding and we sat down for lunch and ate like Indian and we actually sat down and like talked and even though I had a lot going on today, like fixing my broken car <laughs> and all that stuff and I had a lot going on and everything was all disassembled outside. I was like, ah, like, you know how I am. I'm like, for sure. But I, uh, I put that on You're hold. Taking, taking that time out for your dad, you having that compassion for him, like that moment of empathy. And also every single time that I hear you talk about your background, like it makes me like so appreciative. I know you keep some things to yourself, like you share a lot, but there are areas of your life that you keep uh, personal and private for sure. Uh, and it, it is an honor being able to hear that or being in a space where, where I can hear like you open up in that way. Well, I appreciate you, you your, that with, I appreciate your, family. like, uh, I appreciate your appreciation of it, you know, <laughs> like being, <laughs> I appreciate, it sounds like, you know, those, yeah. uh, have you ever seen those, like, those, like, bro moments or, like, <laughs> when, like, a girl's, like, beefing with another girl, they compliment yeah. each other, like, <laughs> your hair is amazing, no, you know, I appreciate, no, I appreciate you, like, everything about, no, no, I do appreciate it, like, being, being able to hear from another human being. Like, hey, my experiences were different. I dealt with other things that were also extremely tough. But I'm able to appreciate these other key aspects. Yeah. Um, that does mean a lot for sure. And I think, uh, and that's why at the end of the day, like I always say this right here and this right here. If y'all can't see, I'm waving my two hands and pointing at my brain. Like your two hands and your brain. Man, that's that's all you need in life to me to be successful or to make things happen. And I was talking with Terrence about this yeah. on the previous episode, actually. Okay, give me some insight. Yeah, I was talking, because Presley was not, uh, he's not filled in on it, but um, I was talking to Terrence, and I was like, hey, man, like, I try mm -hmm. to do all that. We're talking about like, confidence, right? Okay. Being a confident person. I mean, think about, like, a kid, right? What, is, what does a kid do? Like, those kids today, they run around, they do everything themselves. They pick, like, they're, they are so self-assured. And we're talking about confidence and self-assuredness. And I tell him, I'm like, hey, like, I do things on my own. If I need to fix my car, I don't take it somewhere. I learn how to do it, and I do it. If I need to learn how to hang up this painting, if I need to learn how to paint something, if I need to learn how to pick out the right decorations, install them, hang them up, uh, build my freaking bed frame, like all these little things, like work on your car, like... Um, any little task in life that somebody else could, because we're in a, a generation now, so much opportunity, bro. You go on social media, Facebook marketplace, you could find somebody to do anything. Yeah. But I try to be that person who just like whips that phone out, Googles, finds all this information, makes it happen. And by doing that, that gives you a whole new level of self-confidence and self-assuredness. And you're able to teach other people. Imagine how you would feel, right? If you picked up like you should learn something new every day today i worked on my car and found out a new way how to retrofit that bolt without replacing everything to me you and especially like in my uh, other job like those things you pick up little things as you go that one little thing every day adds up to you being a plethora a thesaurus of knowledge like and i think that gives you a whole new level of self-assuredness being able to do these things like believe in yourself because you've you know, have this history of, of being able to do it yourself. That's yeah. interesting. It's like my car broke down the side of the road. Okay, well, I can fix it. 
I'm never vulnerable. I'm never in a situation or try not to be. Yeah. I am always vulnerable. I'm always dependent. But I think, I think it doesn't like to your core. I don't think it bothers you. Yeah. I think, I think to you, Mm -hmm. your appreciation of things and what you hold like a, I don't want to say more important, but like what I value. Yeah. Like what you value is different. You know, like I value you kind of value in the opposite sense. Like the experience, like I broke down the side of the road. Oh, like getting towed to this place or maybe (laughs) I'll end up here and here. Like it is an inconvenience. And I like, I don't think anybody at the end of the day wants to get screwed over by life. But I think if there's one person who (laughs) is able to somehow not, and I'm not going to say like, benefit because sometimes you don't benefit from it like physically and materially but mentally like i feel like you you benefit from these things and it's so like mentally it's so funny to me i uh you were telling me about how you're for those of you who don't know he drives an electric car and i'm gonna put uh, i want to just get into this because okay. it dies his battery the range mm-hmm. terrible 80 miles on a full charge. And so he's constantly, he drives one place. Okay. I got to charge then drives to the next. <laughs> and there's times where he's outside like different charge stations for hours before he hops in his car and gets to drive home. And he was, there was, t- there was one um, story and it, it broke my heart. So I was on my way to see uh, Izzy and he's like uh, 45, maybe 40 yeah about 45 miles the opposite direction of where i am at which is that's killer on my my little electric baby <laughs> so it, it is struggling to make it anyway um it reads on my on my monitor that i have enough mileage to make it uh to the next charging station closest to his house so i'm driving and everything is fine or so I think. I, I think. Or so. Keywords, or so. Oh. Or, I, or so I thought. I may have stepped on the accelerator too too much, too too long, too hard, and I am out. I am O U T out. And there's no warning, right? There's no like safety net. I am. I'm out, and I haven't made it to the charging station. The worst part is I may be about five yards away, but five yards with this with this car like that does me no deal. I'm in the middle of an apartment complex. And I don't have a way to get my car to the charging station. It will not move anymore. Um, I'm out of the road, thank goodness. I was able to pull in, but that was it. I put my car in park, and I'm wondering, like, what what can I do? Can I push it? No, it's too heavy. (laughs) (laughs) So maybe I can push it and steer at the same time. That that was my Come on, little ladybug. I saw it. I put it in neutral, right? And I started pushing. I'm like, oh, no, this is heavy. So then it's going back into the street. (laughs) (laughs) <laughs> I'm like, like, what am I doing? What am I thinking? And I want to, cr- my, my first instinct is always to cry. I was like, oh my I God, dude. I know such a baby. <laughs> my first instinct is to cry. I, I, it, I guess it takes me back to when I was young and like helpless. And, and now, now you're uh, older and helpless. Oh, <laughs> <laughs> so I'm, I get back in my car. I'm taking deep breaths. I'm thinking to myself, like, it's going to be okay. It's going to be okay. And I'm just sitting there, like the way that I do, hoping that <laughs> you hoping do that do that, right, like the way that I do. Maybe, maybe a tow truck will conveniently drive by and so have this like this lady. A... This lady drives, and she kind of stops a little bit, 
she asked me, do you need help? Like this is a lady, maybe mid thirties. Um, do you need help? Uh, yes. Yeah. Yeah. I, do. <laughs> <laughs> I you know, At I'm, least I'm, I'm taken, yes. I'm, I'm, I'm taken aback. She gets out of her car and she said, you know, put it in neutral. I'm going to, I'm going to push it for you. And so she pushed it and you weren't able to push it. <laughs> so I put it in neutral and I'm steering it. Um, she's like, ah, oh, no, I, I can't do anything. So someone walks out of the, the leasing office, this guy, maybe mid twenties. It's like, Hey, like I'll help too. So he runs across and he, now he's helping push with the lady and I am crying. Like the tears are coming out because I cannot believe one that I'm in this position and two, that, that people these so people are willing to help. Wow. Me. Because so many people, you know, drove by and of course, like I, they, they don't mean anything to me. I don't know them. There's no attachment there, but they, these people saw me and they were willing to help and I'm crying. And the lady <laughs> was like, maybe you and I should switch places. I'll, I'll steer at you. And I was like, of course, of course, ma'am. <laughs> so sorry. So we, um, we trade places and I'm pushing and she's steering it and we get it to the charging station. And how far of a push was it? About five yards. Like a, oh my God. It was like right there. Wow. Five yards. Well, let me see. I'm not. I'm also not great with. Yeah. Distance. It was half a mile. <laughs> no, I'm kidding. Oh my god. <laughs> no, it it wasn't too far. Like, like fifty feet or something. <laughs> it was far enough to push for about three minutes. Um, um, yeah, definitely. <laughs> not five. So minutes. we finally get there. I am so appreciative, so grateful, so thankful. I take out my wallet and I'm handing them twenty dollars each, and they're like, "No, like we just want you to be okay." And at that point, like, I don't deserve the tears. I don't, I don't deserve this. And, <laughs> like, and I, I can't fathom the words to say. I, there is nothing to say. I was given grace by these people, these selfless people who are willing to help me out. And there are so many instances in my life where that is the case. And I try to be that for other people. And I try to approach situations with, with patience, as much patience as I can. And understanding because I am such, there are so many instances where I could have been like taken out or just left. Like there's so much I don't know. Like I'm, and um, so I, I try to give that back to, to people, that grace, that understanding. And that's in amazing. Situation that I'm in, yeah. That's amazing hearing that. And I think it's so important, like in life, um, even for myself, I don't always pull over. I try to help out like when I can, yeah. but I think convenience always plays a part for most people. It's crazy to me that like when people go out of their way to help someone out someone that you don't know, yeah, you don't know them. I think helping them out and going out of your way to that, that is so powerful and I'm sure you're extremely appreciative. I'm sure they don't even to this day know like how much that resonated with you. No. Um, I know that would resonate with me extremely because I know you. He drives an electric car, dies everywhere. Like <laughs> that is that not is like a, that. That was an extreme example. <laughs> I think it's interesting though, like yeah. hearing like you sent me a picture one time at a hotel. Mm -hmm. Hey, I need to charge my car. It's dead. Yeah. They have a charge station here. So you, what'd you do? You bought a room for like the yeah, night. Yeah, I right? bought a room for the night, and it was a really cool experience. It was a new hotel downtown. Um. And I got a chance to to explore the area, eat at a new restaurant. Did you explore any people? 
Um, Chile. Chile. Chile did come over. I do remember that. Chile's a great uh, country, guys. Oh, my goodness. It definitely uh, is very stress-relieving. We mentioned Chile way too much, but... I know. I hope he listens. <laughs> Chile, if you're, uh, if you're listening... I really do. I do hope he's listening. That'd, that'd be gold. Oh but no, I goodness. think it's interesting, like hearing, hearing these stories and that's what like the values so different, you know? Yeah. Um, I think you don't have a problem and I don't want to call you helpless. I don't think you're helpless. I think, I think from knowing you, yeah. I don't mind. You are one of the yeah. most capable people when you put your mind to something and when all the boxes align, when the stars align, when it's your moon, when it's your Capricornus moon and your earth waves and all that stuff. Like I have seen you do incredible things and I genuinely mean that I'm not trying to boost. I think you are an extremely capable person. I think sometimes the reason why I get so short tempered um, at times is because I know how capable you are and how much more capable you could be if you, uh, if you, it's more structured uh, oh. for certain things. I don't know. I, I, I don't want to sound like I'm you know ragging on you, mm-hmm. um, but I, I think you are an extremely capable person. I think those values, excuse me, I think those values are completely different, but I think you're okay with that. Those new experiences, staying at the hotel, to me, I think about that and I'm, I think to myself, uh, that's not like the type of scenario I'd want to be in, but as I get older and older, I do want to be in those scenarios. I tell you, and we mentioned another episode. Um, I try to like appreciate doing things I don't want to do just to say I did them and have a story. And I feel like that energy I got, I promise you on everything like near and dear to me. Um, <laughs> I don't think I felt that way till I met you 100%. Um, not saying like it's 100% from you, but all of our experiences together that we did experience because we were put in a situation where it was me and you like roommates halfway across the world, you know, a whole other side. And I think that it us piggybacking off each other's like creativity. You're more of like, we're both very creative and I guess, um, I don't know. Like seeing, I feel like we were able to hold each other accountable. I'd stay in and edit and you, I would like brush your stroke to like start painting or you'd constantly check on me. Hey, like, are you doing anything productive? Like, are you going to, Oh, you should, Oh, edit that video. I'll put my headphones in, like make that new song that you're talking about, like do the vocals and you'd put your headphones in to like, give me that space to like, you wanted me to be productive (laughs) and vice versa. Um, but I do think that it's super interesting. And again, I talked about with Terrence, it's all about the people you surround yourself with different people, different purposes. And you need, uh, what I told Terrence, um, was you need people that are gonna make you shine brighter. You need people that don't put you in a small room. You know, you're in a small room. You don't need to be as bright to illuminate that room. You need a big room where you have to shine as bright as possible. And you're those friends around you, those people around you, they need to set that big room for you. And you need to do the same thing and set the big room back for them. If your mindset is so small and trapped in, you're never going to shine at your brightest point. And I feel like uh, just knowing you and hearing these situations, and it's so funny because something as simple as like you're, you don't want to get rid of your electric car for a ton of reasons, I'm sure. But one of them deep down to you, mm-hmm. I feel like is because, yeah, it's, I mean. It's put me in 
I, it's such an inconvenience, but I inconvenience myself 90% of the time uh, for, <laughs> for an experience or for, uh, for life to, mm-hmm. to give me something. And I think that is, it's, I think, I think, I think that is absolutely a, yeah. sorry, I just got this text. I'm no, to, no, it's a, it's a, and we can talk about, so I have so many stories about how I've inconvenienced myself and, and, um, and how it's, it's led to some new insight, some new lesson, uh, for me to, to take and impart with, with the world. <laughs> <laughs> yeah, we should definitely uh, save. We'll save that all yeah. for a uh, a next episode. Um, but the overarching theme here, guys, is again uh, deepest condolences to what happened in Texas and really all around the country, all around the world. These things don't just happen here; uh, they happen everywhere. And uh, condolences for anybody who's affected. Um, the overarching theme that I hope people can pick up off of this is, especially since we're around all those kids today, and just live that positivity, you know, don't be oblivious to what's around you, but live that positivity, you know, like be that bright light, be self-assured of yourself as much as you can try to pick up new things left and right, pick up, learn that one new thing a day. And one day you'll be like that plethora, you know, you'll be the person people like steer to, to learn things off of, but also on the backside of that, be adventurous, Put yourself in situations that are out of your comfort zone. Um, yeah, I mean, the electric car to me speaks at all. Like put yourself <laughs> in those situations that you're going to be able to grow off of, but also like experience new things. And uh, I hope this could be insightful for everybody listening here today. Um, I know it's even insightful for me. Even when we talk about things like this, you know, I start connecting the dots. My constellation brain starts like, <laughs> you know, I start connecting these little dots and I really hope it could, uh, what, like myself and Presley talked about here today could be insightful for, you know, anybody listening to this, you know, different people, different experiences. Um, and yeah, as always guys, thank y'all so much for listening and I'll catch y'all in the next podcast. Peace.